Sarah Hathaway, we made you watch, no, we made you read Deep Blue by Jennifer Donnelly, a Disney novel where the author was paid by the water pun. We start and end every show by saying at least one nice thing about the topic. We call it the compliment sandwich. You're up first. What is your major compliment? I seriously enjoyed that this is a book that seemed to be focusing on female friendships versus romance. Yeah. Uh, it started out with much more of a romance focus, and mm. I suppose we can talk later about how it maybe isn't the it, best written since it totally abandoned that. I forgot but that, that was I've happening. I've got theories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that it's I, – I do admire that it, it seemed to genuinely want to, like, introduce this group of friends and, like, explore the bond between Yeah. Uh, introduce uh, group of friends is, is a weird call, though, because only two of them mm-hmm. were friends before this. And right. then they're just yes. assumed to be friends since they're in the same, like, I don't know, 15-meter radius. It's part of well, the Well, yeah, journey, they're, they're magically bonded. Sure. Yeah. They yeah. are magically fluid bonded. Like and fluoride atoms. I do want to. I do want to offer a minor, tiny correction to that, which is that um, it might not be focusing on female friendships so much as batshit adventures with women near each other, but it is similar. I yeah, like and they're... the friendship and confidence thing is is strong. That's I mean, yeah. I feel like that's the point. One of the hallmarks of female friendship is that we're always really close to each other, like fighting demons. <laughs> so I feel like this is very accurate to my experience. It knows that, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, why don't you be second today? Uh, yeah. So each of these mermaids kind of has a superpower, and uh, one of them, Ling knows every language effortlessly just by hearing it or thinking about it. And that would yeah. be a pretty baller superpower of like the low key superpowers, not like, you know, flight, invisibility, uh, turn it into the Hulk. Um, you know, that's, that's a pretty great one. Chris, I want you to name four more major superpowers. Uh, Green Lantern can project light. Uh, let's go with the Spider-Man suite of uh, being strong, super agile and sticking to walls. Obviously okay. teleportation, obviously oh, nice. energy beams and obviously uh, telekinesis. Okay. Very good. All right, that was fun. I don't uh, projecting <laughs> light seems less useful, except for like dark places. No, no, no. like Green oh, Lantern and Dazzler, solid. you can project. Yeah, it's like solid light. Anything you can imagine, you can project oh. it. Yeah. Oh, Come actually, on. the number of times projectors seem to fail uh, makes me think it <laughs> wouldn't be that reliable. No focus, focus. <laughs> yeah, right. Keystone, hey, you Keystone. Know no inputs. What do you mean? This no worked five minutes before <laughs> class. What's happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, being able to understand all the languages would be great. W- what would you use it for? Like, uh, no, just, just to hear when people are talking about you on the bus in another language. Of course that. <laughs> but also, uh, you know, whenever you travel to some place where they speak a different language, you can speak that language and get a better deal on your uh, farmer's market Obviously, produce. Chris would just become a super friendly James Bond. I don't yeah. know how this is mysterious. <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> Do you want to haggle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll be third. Uh, my major compliment is, uh, uh, man, some things I, a lot of things I didn't like. Let me dig something up. Um, oh, you just take a thing you didn't like. Well, you... oh no, here's something I did. I did like. Okay, so the anti-fishing trawler men- message. Sure. There was a moment where they were complaining about fishing trawlers um, who like with uh, just dragging nets along the ocean floor, oh, which yeah. is so insanely destructive, and. Uh, I would read a thousand mermaid books if it would ensure that there would still be fish around in 20 years. And uh, that's, I mean, no one's offering me that deal probably, but like, yeah, it's a good thing for them to take a second to mention that, by the way, this, this is why your grandkids will not know what fish are. 
Yeah. The tune of the world saved by one brave man who read some novels. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was an offer that I could make. <laughs> This is one of the most unprecedented promotional deals we've ever struck. Yeah, but for now, enjoy that yellowfin tuna sushi, man. Yeah, and just like, you know, watch those documentaries about the ocean because it's not going to be real anymore. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. So anyway, I like that they took a second to have that political message that, by the way, we're ruining things. Yeah, it's like a very one-dimensional Captain Planet. (laughs) Yeah. It really uh, was. There was even someone whose power was just love. I know. And, okay, so I guess that's kind of my a, ten, a tiny compliment, is that the person whose power was only love was like, hey, this is kind of bullshit. <laughs> Which, it is not the best power. Yeah, well, she had the worst powers. Chris, if I real. said name a thousand superpowers, you probably wouldn't even get to love by a thousand. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, Tanya, major compliment. Your turn. Sure. Um, I would just want to compliment this author's like hardcore commitment to taking every metaphor or idiom and turning it into mm-hmm. a sea-related thing. Can you oh, give me yeah. some examples? Because that was so fucking ridiculous. Do you have any examples? Uh, family tree, branch of the coral. Yep. Um, let's see. More curves than a whirlpool. Yep. Mm. Oh, that one made me um, laugh for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beached as like a punishment. Like, oh, she's she's going to get so beached for this. Like grounded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't swim on ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Somebody uh-huh. flipped a fin at society. Like yeah. it, the list goes on and on. Oh, yeah. oh, Rip bad things are. Cool. T- yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally low tide. Yeah. <laughs> just i really like and Her. i i at first i thought maybe i would write all of them down and then i was like this is ridiculous yeah my favorite one was uh her sort of boyfriend the party guy she's like he was such a party boy always a lamp fish on his head yeah oh that gosh. i was like that doesn't translate that also, a, do the, the children these. reading this are like Oh, yes, that old thing of lampshades on heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And Don't the- worry, I was born in the 90s, but I completely understand what this is yeah. referring to. I mean, I would hope they were born in the 2000s if they're, Probably like, way they into Oh, this. no. Oh, that just shows how wrong I am about ages now. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't it crazy that people born in the 90s are, like, old enough for things now? Are old enough to, like, be sort of peers and yeah. the 2000s And in the Olympics? The- yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I'm sure many of our listeners were born in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah, no, I, I and are in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, are also in the Olympics. I'm what sure a the do, majority Simone? of our listeners are, uh, are listening from the Olympic Village in Rio right now. That yeah. sounds right. Just turn off your iPhone. Go have sex. Set down, yeah, set down a condom, and they put, started listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they got off Grinder for a minute, and they were just all a minute about though. This. Also, just Merle's as yeah. like, Merle friends. Uh, I want to make you my Merle friends. friends. Uh, yeah, no, that was you rough go, stuff. girl. Someone was, said at least twice. Oh my god, so many times. Tanya, they even managed. Those, I, I this also is one of those like compliments that I don't believe you actually like. I think you might well, secretly dislike. Well, no, but here's the thing. I, at first, I was like, okay, that that's fine. Whatever, you, <laughs> do what you're doing. But then, like, it was such a thorough commitment. Like, it really, it never flagged. If anything, it just got more complicated as yeah, the book went on. Into yeah. the skid, and yeah. like. I, and for a book that was like commissioned by like a major entertainment entity, it was really like it was a thoroughly realized world, and yeah. I couldn't help but be impressed. And also, I didn't even realize that I was like down for like sort of creepy underwater Harry Potter. <laughs> like I kind of got into it after a while. So mm-hmm. would you say so... that at first it was hard for you to empathize, but then you swam a mile in her fins? 
Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, Alex. You, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast, mostly about bad books and movies and such. Uh, I am your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Today, broadcasting from beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. Mm, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't, it's, it's pretty nice. Uh, it is uh, the 11th largest city in North Carolina and home to the base, minor league baseball team, the Asheville Tourists. Top 11. Go tourists. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nice. It's pretty nice. It's all right. I think it's fine. It's like the Austin of North Carolina. Um, also joining us today, uh, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, what's this water fire? And why does it... What's the word? Burn? <laughs> <laughs> Man, water fire. Just tiny compliment to that phrase. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't. You think all it. you get is like some steam, or maybe some hot er water? But instead, no, it's magic water fire. It's a whole other thing. It's a whole yeah. other thing. <laughs> yeah, might just be lava. We're not sure. No, that's yeah. separate too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's called water lava. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still just called lava. <laughs> also, you might enjoy this air plasma we have. Huh? Just. Just things that don't seem possible. Also joining us today on Third Mike Today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter, and also in our Brooklyn studios, it's Tanya Smith. So stay tuned after this, because I'm going to tell you which anemone to use to get that sea-stung look. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) That's not at you. Uh, And our very special guest this week at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Los Angeles, it's Sarah Hathaway. I'm a little pet octopus. Sneak in your snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Silvestro. Hey. Oh, man. Big, big loss to the series when we moved away from Silvestro. <laughs> I'm assuming he has to. With us. Yeah. Why didn't he come? We got that stupid piranha instead. Yeah. And yeah. Silvestro was clearly, clearly superior. I, I love that little pet octopus. And gotta love an octopus that's always six. up. She was, a group, she was in her group of six people. Her pet octopus could still hug all of them at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. friendship. And have two eggs left over to steal snacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked... Sylvester had so much more attitude than whatever that... What was the thing called? Baby. The Baby. piranha. Yeah, that Baby. gets really Baby confusing, too. Because I was like, wait, mm-hmm. one of these is a teen mom? Every time. Every <laughs> yeah. time. Oh, that's a turn. Uh, so yeah. this is episode number 354. We have now done as many episodes Ooh. as the number of career wins for Hall of Famer Roger Clemens. Wow. Mm. Good job, Raj. Yeah, that's I a lot. I bet you would love this book. Well, actually, so <laughs> I don't have anything that that is related to about our topic, except that it seemed like the perfect physical opposite of a book, a Disney YA about young mermaids. It just seemed like that and like a roided out Major League Baseball Yeah, legendary, but also uh, scandal. PED scandal. Yeah, yeah. They seem, they seem like just just opposite ends of a spectrum. Not sure what the spectrum is, but Roger Clemens and Deep Blue are on opposite ends of one. <laughs> so we were talking about Deep Blue. This is, an, uh, this is the novel, the Disney young adult novel, not the chess computer, not the watch company. And not, importantly, not uh, Deep Blue Sea starring not, LL Cool J and some sharks. That's my hat correct. is like yeah. a shark's fin. 
Not that. Uh, also, not the web design company, not the band, not <laughs> the diving house in Las Plamas, España, not the skincare brand. Not, not the color the, of Wesley's eyes, which are like the sea before a storm. <laughs> oh, that. man. Not the resort in the Bay Islands, Honduras, the whale shark capital of the world. Not the name of the research database at University of Michigan. My point is, this is a very generic name for a book. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Not the 20-foot-long great white shark featured in Shark Week 2014 on the Discovery Channel. Not the documentary about the Dallas Cowboy. I have like 40 more of these. <laughs> I was going to say, I've, I just assumed Skip you had a end. list you were going yeah. <laughs> to get to the bottom of It does of not end, yeah. Anyway, so a real g- general title for this, uh, written by Jennifer Donnelly, uh, who I have not heard of. Jenny Dons. Is she famous? Nope. Okay. She wrote some other YA before this. I was doing a very curious Google on this because I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember seeing in one of my Googles somebody mentioning like the great Jennifer Donnelly finally joins Disney or something like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think she has written other popular YA, although I could not tell you what those titles are. I feel like she's got the themes of YA like really in hand, like yeah. to, a, to an insane degree. And even like the negative ones, she's she's really mm-hmm. nailing it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get into this later, though. So the reason we're reading this is because, A, it's wet month. Happy wet, wet month. month. Splash! Uh, also, we're reading this. It's sponsored by Danny from Phil Upon Delphia, who says... Thanks, Danny? Uh, this is, says, quote, this is the first Disney-backed, in a, in a series of Disney-backed YA... Uh, Deep Blue features a multi-ethnic cast, abrupt tonal shifts, and some yep. of the best slash worst puns I've ever come across. Yep. Mm-hmm. There is very little romance, and what what's there isn't creepy. So that's like a mm-hmm. gift to you, Sarah and Tanya, especially. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I accept. And also, uh, Danny adds, the disclaimer, I did not finish this book. I bought it for 99 cents on my nook, intending for my girlfriend to read it. And I got about that much out of it, and then I stopped. <laughs> so That's so funny. I wonder if he got... Because he got to the tonal shift, but I wonder which one. Yeah. Yeah, because when I was listening to it hurriedly yesterday, um, Chris Chris was like, I missed a bunch of the crazy things that happened in this book. And I got to the first one. I was like, how did you miss these? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) It is so jarring when it goes from inane to insane. It just takes a really... From like, just like, oh, I'm so stressed about my song to like, mm-hmm. everybody around me just got stabbed in the chest with spears. Where, what do I do with now? With poisoned arrows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I poisoned mean, arrow thing. Oof. The yeah. metallic sea crab was already like, I was like, wow, that, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and yeah, then the, but... her mom just, you know, well, we should summarize. Yeah, I, so... I get ahead of myself. <laughs> Same Z's. Well, so uh, uh, before you summarize, Chris, I just want to say that if you guys at home uh, want us to read a 99 cents worth of enjoyment out of a book that you got, go to readsweep.com, sign up on the mailing list. We'll have more sponsorships available soon. Chris, now I need you to sponsor. Yeah. Sponsor. Sorry. Summarize. Yeah. Not sponsor. You just summarize in the style of a mermaid accent, which is, I don't know, Italian-ish? I guess it's Italian. (laughs) I guess it's Italian, but it also might be just like I I barely know how to say the words. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. She was Mediterranean, yeah. Mediterranean-ish? Yeah. Yeah. Also, it seems like the ocean might have different accents, I would think. Yeah. Um, But even the girl from India has the same voice. (laughs) Listen, B. Miller did her darndest. Yeah. And, and besides, did you hear her new song, Chris? Oh, my gosh. 
I listened to this at 2X, and that new song at 2X is not to be listened to. <laughs> yeah, this book. At the end of the book, there's a pop less song. I got ten from seconds the in and was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So she's yeah, an X song. Factor person. Oh. I well, discovered I, this in my reading about how multi platform this series is. Whoa. This, yeah, it is impressive. All right, I want all these details. I was so impressed by that song. She was like, the narrator of the audiobook was like, now check out my new song. It's called Mermaids Are Cool or whatever. And yeah. then they just play I think it. it's called Open Your Eyes, Alex. Oh, yeah. Well, there are two of them. I think it's them. called Water Fire in Your Heart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, Chris. Now it's now, uh, sometimes when we get to the summary, I am excited to learn what happened. And this is one of those days. So, Chris, please <laughs> okay. tell me what I just experienced. Blind leading the blind, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I... I didn't listen that carefully to this book. I, I will be the first to admit it. Was it. Tough. So yeah, so I'm gonna try to summarize with uh, what I have pieced together from my memory, talking with Tanya and a very detailed wikia site. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh good. I was gonna say this definitely. It seemed like it might be Disney.wikia.com time. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so Deep Blue, the the main character of Deep Blue is the princess Serafina. She's daughter of Mero and heir to Miramara. Uh, and she, uh, I'm just going to call her Sarah. Um, she she has a, a prophecy dream. Uh, a daughter uh, needs to find the five, whatever that is, and keep hope alive. And needs uh, to not be a child anymore and grow up and and or, and mature, or else evil is going to win. And so she's like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> but she's a princess. She's got princess shit to do. Uh, she's working on her song spell. She's got to sing this song in front of everybody. It's basically a bat mitzvah. Um, yeah. And she's she's getting ready to do that, and she's hanging out with her friend uh, Princess Neela, who's her best friend, also a princess. And she's dealing with some mean girls, and it's just sort of like, oh, there's a boy she has a crush on, and he'll be there, but he's not maybe getting magically anymore. betrothed to her. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's it is it is bat mitzvah like, except that they're also totally getting engaged. Yeah, they're getting engaged, <laughs> but also he might have become sort of a party boy in the past few years, and she doesn't know if that's you know if he's really gonna be good. And if you're um, wondering what the resolution to that is, so are we. We don't, we, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're well, still wondering. Tanya has too. a theory. I've got theories. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, here's the deal: is that um, she's getting ready and she does her song, and it's really hard, but it all goes well. She paints this magical picture with her song of all the history of the Mer people. And the crowd loves it. The crowd goes wild. Then the crowd gets dead. Assassins. Yeah. Her mom what? gets shot through the chest with a poison arrow. Her dad what? killed outright with another poison arrow. Everybody, what? like, the palace is now under assault, and this becomes a flee from the scary bad guys, holy crap, action movie type of thing. So the first like, two hours of this book dead. are, so I'm getting ready. Get real dead. Yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm primping, talking about boys. That's like the first hour and a half of this book. And then all of a sudden, like, whoa, left turn, everybody's dead, and she's on the run as perhaps the last surviving member of this royal family. Um, so she and her friend Neela escape out of the palace. They can both do magic. Neela's really good at light magic, so like projecting light, illusions, that sort of stuff. Um, but they're captured anyway by they're the called evil... illusions, Michael. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so they're, they're captured by bad guy Trajo. Um, boo, he's a bad guy. Um, yeah. and he's he going to sell is. them. Yeah. yeah, he just is. <laughs> His motivation is power, I guess. He's working with the Terragogs, humans, uh, you know, mm. because he trades the secrets of where all the fish are shoaled to the humans and the humans give them technology and stuff. Uh, so he is helping the humans rape the ocean. Well, uh, 
Also, uh, these humans don't have uh, radar, so they prefer to use uh, mermaid magic. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just going down and buying a fish finder at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Um, So they get away from him. Is it Terra Gogs? Yeah, Terra Gogs. Yeah, Gog, G-O-G. I thought it was Terra Dogs this whole time. I was like, (laughs) The land dogs. I know. Well, come on. I mean... (laughs) That sounded sort of like the right level of like derogatory, like those land dogs always <laughs> killing our fish and doing bad shit. Whereas oh, yeah. no, just teragogs, the nonsense phrase that they decided was better than humans. Yeah, I like teragogs yeah. better. They frankly. also they also yeah. just call them men. <laughs> so it's I, like yeah. I I would enjoy the spinoff series Terra Dogs. Yeah, uh, and then the subtitle would be a teragog's best friend. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> show about Earth dogs. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> anyway. I also would watch a show called Earth Dogs. <laughs> So uh, Sarah and Neela, they're captured. They escape with the help of the uh, the the palace wizard uh, Thalassa or Talisa. Um, yeah. And and in talking about it, they Neela and Sarah realized they had the same prophetic dream. And Neela's was a little oh. bit different, but they both uh, need to find the five or whatever. And they're part of this group of six mermaids that all need to get together to to fight this evil. Now that um, there's two, they're getting so much closer to their pickup basketball team of their dreams. I know. Well, pickup basketball team and a sixth man. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, you got to take breaks. You got to take breaks. So there's this organization of good guys, let's say, called the Predatory. Weird name. Yeah. Uh, and they arrive and help them escape from Trajo. Um, but, uh, you know, they're ultimately overtaken by Trajo and his men. Boo, Trajo. Um, and, and, but the Predatory do help. And, and they meet the leader of the Predatory called uh, Duca Armando. He's a Spanish duke, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, and he's the leader I of the Predatory. So he's a human. He, he's a human. And he knows about mermaids. He knows about all this stuff. And he's helping both he's on the human side. He's one of those side. friendly, in-the-know terror dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's chill. He's chill. He's chill. He's um, friendly. He's friendly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, from... So they learn that the attack on Miramara was done with the help of this human guy, who's the human big boss, and his name is Mafem. Boo, Mafem. Mafem and Trajo are working together. And, and that's real bad. Um, so Trajo, boo, catches up with them and attacks the, the, the predatory Palazzo and Duke Armando's killed. And, and there's guy, there's this guy named Blue who's a member of the predatory who, uh, Sarah was kind of crushing on. He's so cute. So cute. He's blue, you guys. And, uh, his eyes are blue and his tail is blue. Yeah. Are Are you starting to feel the pattern though? It's like, and then they meet somebody who helps them, and then that turns bad, and then they run, and then they yeah. meet somebody who helps them, and then that person, then they get killed, and then, then, yeah. then the bag is shot, and they meet somebody. here's the thing about the, you know, they escape this attack, but here's the thing about mermaids, is mir- all mirrors are magical, and all mirrors uh, contain windows into a world populated by the souls of the dead. So yeah, using goes. mermaid, Why not? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Using ghosts. mermaid magic, they escape into mirror land, and then like, you know, which has a portal to every other mirror ever. And, uh, Which means but, they're watching you comb your hair and like check for yeah. nose hair. But the thing is, uh, these these <laughs> ghosts are really vain, and they feed off your fears. And so all your bad body image stuff is fuel for these ghosts, and all your bad like confidence is fuel oh. for these ghosts. So you got to be confident, and you got to be uh, have good self esteem in order to get through this world of of mirrors. And Gotta so, believe in yourself. When yeah. you say that, okay, when you say specifically that it's like the, there are ghosts in the mirror who are feeding off your bad body image, I actually love this idea now. I, when it was happening, I didn't catch <laughs> yeah, it. It's heavy-handed as hell, but it's like well-intentioned, I guess. Oh, man, I'm going to be so much less critical of myself in mirrors now that I know it's helping some dick ghost. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. the vitri- what do they call them, the vitrinas? Yeah. 
something. Yeah, I don't want the everything was nonsense. is a word for well, actually. I'm moving along. Moving nobody, along. Nobody, nobody do anything. So they were supposed to go to the they were supposed to go to the Olt River, but instead they go to the Old River because maps. And uh, they meet <laughs> they meet Ling, who's another one of these six mermaids. Fancy that. Um, and her power is words. She knows every language. She can read every language. She knows everything. Um, and so you know they're hanging out, and she's uh, protecting them from river danger and stuff. But Sarah, Sarah is a princessa, and she gets a little bored. So she goes shoaling with some fish for fun. She's a jerk. Yeah, she's kind of a... She's our main character, and she's fucking worthless. Look, guys, I know we're on this quest, and everyone we love has been murdered, and we barely escaped the mirror ghosts who think we want us to think we're pretty. Uh, yeah. But do you mind if I go get, like, mermaid high for a second and leave you alone? Yeah, high on just being part of a school of fish. Apparently uh, that gets them high as balls. But Isn't you know what? Weird? When you're with a school of tuna and there's trawlers in the area, it's actually kind of dangerous. And she gets caught, but the other, you know, Ling and, and Neela kind of save her, but Ling gets captured instead. It turns out this trawler is captained by none other than Mufem, big bad human guy. And he's about uh. to, to, you know... I don't know, kill the mermaid. I don't know. Uh, but the predatory, <laughs> no, the human he... arm of the predatory called the wave warriors. The wave warriors save them. I mean, again, it's like they're in danger and somebody else saves them. And that's cool. Uh, but and it's they, always like a stranger that they didn't do any work to get. It's just like, oh, then here's someone who will save us, and then oh, here's someone yeah. who will kill us. Oh, because they're princesses. So like, well, yeah, because one of them has a has a lightning bolt on her forehead. Oh wait, nope, sorry, yeah. wrong book. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. So. Uh, they're injured. They're exhausted. They find refuge with like a catfish lady. No, she's not a cat lady. She's a catfish lady. Get it? Uh, and uh, you know they get a punk rock makeover to disguise themselves from bounty hunters. And then they meet up. They meet up with uh, the head old wise woman, Baba Vraja, and she's she's the head of these uh, old witches who sent out this prophecy. And together they get together with the three other of the six mermaids who just and, show uh, up. All at once. All at yeah. once. Just all at once. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm like 300 pages in. I'm like, oh, shit, I only have three people. Well, and then they meet the other three. And the rest. Yeah. And, and they, then they <laughs> have a cool game of half court. With a yeah. Son. So they they um, they figure out the next steps because apparently there's this big, bad, evil uh, Abaddon guy. And there's this MacGuffin. There's these six talismans that they need to collect. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a series of books. That's why. And <laughs> so they need to defeat them. Yeah. And uh, just before they can like get all the way ready, Traho shows up again. And he attacks. Oh. Yeah, so they got to run through the mirrors and split up. And here's the plan. Go, go, go. And they scatter. And that's the book. Because yeah. that's book one of like eight. Right. Uh, I think there's four. just four. Okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Yeah, like, come on. Might Chris. as well be what you, eight. Let's yeah, be fair point. to the series. So let's just talk about the the six mermaids uh, because that's the plot of the book. But I want to just introduce this was written each like of the two six. years ago. So the fact that there's already four is troublesome. Yeah, that's kind of incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. good throughput. But uh, so there's Serafina. She's from the Mediterranean, which is Miramara, and she's the leader of the group. Question mark. She's good at song spells, like singing, and she's good at leadership and tactics. Uh, there's Nila. And love. She's, and <laughs> she's love. Good at love. Because leadership really is love. Oh. And there's Nila, her best friend, who's uh, Indian from the Indian Ocean, and she's really good at light magic. There's Ling. We talked about. She's like Chinese, I guess, and uh, and is good <laughs> at words and language. Yeah. There's Ava from the Amazon. She is blind. She wears glasses anyway. Uh, she has the power of prophecy. She can't see in 
the present, but she can see in the future. And she she's has a, a pet real piranha. Cassandra. Yep. And she has a real, she, she has a pet piranha named Baby, which is confusing. Um, there's Becca. She's from the Arctic and she's practical and likes to plan and she's an orphan and she's really good at water fire, which is like this elemental magic, uh, stuff. And lastly, from the Atlantic Ocean, there's Astrid. She's like the tough fighter, like uh, tough girl one. Uh, But she doesn't buy into this shit. So as soon as the six get together and have one fight, and she's like, that's what you want me for? Uh, I'm not sure. And she just leaves. Yeah. So now now their sub's gone, but they can still play five on five. Yeah, they can still play five on five on five. But part of the prophecy says there is one of them who doesn't believe at first. Something Mm. tells me she's at risk of becoming a real Draco Malfoy. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there's there's I the actually, six. That, yeah, that was actually kind of an enjoyable moment for me, where she was like, "Oh, you know what? Never mind. Peace out." Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always the rebel, the loner, uh, and we have ev- you know a lot of different races, a lot of different oceans represented, and everybody has a different specialty as far as what they're good at. So yeah. it's a uh, it's a collect your own doll scenario, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's the and bo- you can uh, and you can for sure they are yeah. available. At Disney.com slash merchandise. Mm. Um, well, uh, great summary, Chris. Uh, let's play. So I'm a, well, first, let's 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 just get more of a hand raised situation. Let's find out. So, Sarah, you were excited going into this. Because you mermaids. were too busy. Yeah, but mermaids. then you read the summary and decided you had to be on the show. Yeah. Well, the summary says something like a princess on the day of her magical betrothal ceremony, like has to face big changes in her life. And I'm like, yes, in for all of that. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, and the then, big change and then turned the big out to be tonal... dad stabbed in the heart, mom yeah. stabbed in the heart. <laughs> yeah. I would say I very much enjoyed the first half of this. And once I figured out it was sort of Harry Potter and mermaids, I think I would maybe enjoy more of these books, but I'm certainly not going to seek them out. <laughs> okay. Uh... And halfway up. And halfway up, uh, Tanya and Chris, how did you feel about it? Mm, well, yeah, similar. I at first I didn't realize that this was part. Of, somehow, the, the fact that it was called a saga like didn't register until I was like a ridiculous. Saga. I was at a ridiculous amount through the book and was like, "Well, they're not going to resolve any of this shit." <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, in some ways, I think that I mean it would have been a terrible single edition thing, but. The idea that it's four books, there's part of me like, had this been only a couple of books or honestly, even a trilogy, I strongly would have considered like zipping through the other couple just to like see how they work everything out. But four books feels like too many. Four books and ongoing. And on, yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't think so. Then you got to commit to the midnight release parties. Ugh. Yeah. I, you know, I've already, I've already done this. Yeah. I've been here before. And then, like, ten years later, there'll be a play about when their parents... Sure. Yeah. Sure. That no yeah. one was asking I mean, for. I, yeah. I, I think I was, I was game to... to I, I think I've been trained to like a different kind of Disney situation. And so this was, this was a little dull once I kind of figured out what was going to happen, which was basically just, like, imminent danger, run away, find a new friend, wash, rinse, repeat. Like... Yeah. 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 Uh, I was actually, so during the first half of the book or the first quarter before the huge turn, I was like, wow, this is a little boring and she sure seems like she doesn't get up to much. And then all the events happen and I realized, oh, these events are kind of bland. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just... 
it was, watched too many cool things and and we've read more interesting ways of doing this. But it is weird because I definitely felt like it was too boring, and then all the crazy shit happened, and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't doing it either." Like, I it should be that should have been like, "Oh, good job, it's crazy now." I yeah. was a little surprised by how violent it was. Yeah, yeah. It got, yeah, it was shockingly yeah. violent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that was at least interesting to to see from a Disney y, a Disney sponsored YA yeah. whatever you know. Yeah, I was really surprised by just like how how much how, well and how in I don't know like they they would get kind of in depth about it, but it was also still like a little sanitized. So they'd be like they they like gazed at the bodies and like at first they couldn't figure out what was going on, and then they realized they were all dead. But like. You Couldn't still you just say you saw a dead body. Like, I don't know. There, yeah, there was just a lot of like sort of melodramatic reveal of things, but when, without describing them in a way. Also interesting that when mermaids die, they don't float; they just lie down on the floor. They hang out. The there pool. was a lot of water gravity stuff that didn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, yeah. I mean, my main one: How can you eat stew or drink tea underwater? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Great question. Pour tea into a cup. Well, then yep. it just diffuses with the rest of what? the ocean. Yeah. yeah. All, all you've done is you've polluted the ocean with stew. Yeah. That's not great. Well, how did you even make the stew in the first place is another question. It is a good like, question. where did... Th- yeah, you're, or just the way that... in broth, so you can't just add broth <laughs> to things. I would also love to watch... Yeah. Some- or the stew. <laughs> I'd also love to watch someone braid hair underwater, because everyone yeah. had, like, such elaborate mm-hmm. hairdos, and I was like, but what are you even... And and then anytime Ow. they'd be like her hair like you know like hovered around her head and I was like yeah because she's underwater all the time <laughs> like where else would it what else would it do when it when they gave her the pixie cut it would made way more sense yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. So. yeah I also love that that trope snuck in there the the haircut as signifier of emotional strength yes. is like yeah. a pretty good one I was like good yeah. good snuck it in I <laughs> I didn't I didn't even think of this too I was already think I was already thinking we should play the game yours is not a very good underwater world but man <laughs> stew yeah that makes no sense yeah Stealing right tea. and I didn't even realize it because I I kept forgetting they were mermaids honestly because. <laughs> Because it only it came in up every matter, once yeah. in a while. Yeah, it only and then when changing like, the English idiom. Yeah, and then like they would just throw in something like that, and I was like, "Wait, wait a minute." Yeah, yeah. Um, My brain is telling me something is weird. Also, interestingly <laughs> enough, they were not just you know fish bottom half people top half. There were like crab people. <gasps> oh, her maid! I actually I wrote down this is my favorite character before I realized she wouldn't be in the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I also liked the references to like some of the stuff that they would do. Like, it, it, this is the thing: is like, yes, they commit really hard to like changing all of the like phrasing to be to reflect that they're always underwater. But they don't necessarily change like what you would do for fun if you're underwater all the time. So they were like, oh, you know, he was the the betrothed guy before he just up and disappears for the rest of the book. They were like, oh, he doesn't fence or do all these other things. And I was like, <laughs> fence? Like underwater fence? Is, are yeah. we doing that? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you? How would you? Is a great question. Yeah. Hmm? No? Yeah. Probably not. Uh, Probably not. Oh, and they they do change though. Uh, instead of paper, 
facts are read into parchment. Okay, what on earth? (laughs) That yeah. So every book's an audio book. Every letter is like an audio letter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they also have kelp parchment. Yes, Yes, they do. Yeah, they They do do have kelp parchment, which makes no sense at all. But mostly it's (laughs) just this shell with a voicemail from your dead mom. Or even okay, or even like when they when there's like ink and it gets and stays on people. I was like. Bitch, you're underwater. You're constantly washed off. Yeah, the subtitle of this book could be Bitch, You're Underwater. (laughs) (laughs) There is, uh, so one of my favorite television shows of all time, SpongeBob SquarePants, has this great moment uh, in an early season where they are camping, or they're like running away, and and SpongeBob and Patrick have a little campfire, and then Patrick is like, how do we even have a fire underwater? And then it immediately goes out with like Looney Tunes logic. Yeah, like as soon as you acknowledge it, and I just kept thinking of yeah. that during this book. Whenever they would say something like "water fire" or uh, or yeah, the ink, or like her like team as- confidence. No, <laughs> that's true. Or like I don't know. I mean, maybe this is my my own disnified version of what mermaids are. But why were they wearing clothes? Why were they wearing gowns? How does yeah, that gowns. look? Yeah. It doesn't seem like it looks great. A silk gown <laughs> yeah. does not seem like it's very practical. Well, just when they would refer to their skirts, I was like, wait. Yeah. What, have you, seen, I mean, have you guys seen the photos? Or at least I saw this on, on yeah, the photos. I, I Googled them, what they look, the character what? designs, because they did this with Disney Animation. So they had Ooh. like a unified look for each character. Oh, gosh. And they are... Definitely not what I would have imagined. I'm so elaborate. ready to look at these pictures. Yeah, so oh, please everybody do. I also took the Google. which mermaid are you quiz. Oh, good. Oh, Wait, who which are, are you? you? Are you a Charlotte? Ugh, I was Serafina. Why? Oh, no. I was you a were Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, well, yeah. It was really, it was, it was very disappointing. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't, but that was like halfway through the book. I was like bored and like Googling it and I was like, oh, a quiz. And I hadn't even met most of the mermaids yet. <laughs> so I had no clue. I, I really did not expect no them idea. to be so fully clothed. Is that weird? Yeah. Like they're wearing so they're much very clothing. Covered up. Yeah. So much clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... What, what the heck? Clothes? And also like way more like cultural stereotype style. Like this feels very yeah. American girl. Yes. yes. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. that is a good point. Oh, no. Yeah, and I I was, I know they had, like, it was also, some of the stuff with, like, time period was really weird to me, because mermaids have this sort of, like, timeless slash faux renaissance thing, I feel like, in most, like, Western culture. Sure. And then, all of a sudden, it was modern times, which was really alarming to me. And then they were also using phrases like FOMO. They, yeah, the FOMO, I wrote oh, they FOMO in my FOMO. notes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which the, was really the fear weird. Of missing out and in case you're then, like, following along. Yeah, but then they met like Becca, who was the one that like really like it was hard for me to wrap my mind around because she had like glasses and she was very much like contemporary. She was like almost exactly like Mallory from the Babysitters Club. Oh yeah, Becca was only um, glasses. Sorry, correction. Well, no, Ava also has glasses, but hers are like Jimi Hendrix mirror sunglasses. Oh yeah. yeah. Because she's blind, you know. Yeah. You mean, know. I don't know. It just—it it was like really blind. hard for They're me to wrap my mind around this world. Like Ling is wearing like a mandarin collar gown in her image. Like I yeah. just was—I'm just—I'm yeah. a little yeah. taken aback at like how. And then like yeah. Ava is our Amazonian pal who is wearing like a leopard print 
like cape Cloak shawl cape it just yeah. uh, Serafina looks like a great. like a Cinderella style princess who just happens to have a tail look I understand yeah. you guys concern about them having so many clothes but I still wear a t-shirt to the water park so I understand <laughs> yeah by the way how was uh how was the water park it was the best I don't think we should <laughs> talk about it it was the best Nice. It's so good. There's one slide that is a ro- it's a it's a water slide slash roller coaster. So there are up parts, and the ups are like these conveyor belts, and they're not like slow roller coaster ching 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 ching. They're like uh, like a Mario Kart ramp. You they launch you up the ups. It's so fast. That's amazing. It's it's great. It really is great. Also, uh, everybody at the water park has the worst tattoos, and. Yeah. Mm. Every map in the water park was sponsored by a tattoo removal company. <laughs> it was like, are you embarrassed that this is the first time you've worn a sleeveless shirt? Well, we can erase those. It was great. It was really great. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I get that you sympathize with these girls, but, like, there's just a practicality of, like, you're swimming around. Why is there, like, a multi-layered yeah. gown that's yeah. always in your way? Yeah. You I know? mean, you couldn't do pants, obviously, since you'd, you'd a pant... Would be terrible on your sure. gross. But the fact that bottom. Neela yeah. is in a full length sorry or three quarter length sorry, yeah, most just... mostly all the way sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of weird. It is super weird. Do we have any other? Uh, yours is not a very good uh, undersea adventure. Oh, krill candy sounds gross. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All, all the mermaid candy sounded the food awful. Also, it's so bad. Their food doesn't make any sense. Like I wrote down a water bunch of apples. the food. Yeah, water apples, walrus oh. cheese, walrus sand- cheese, <laughs> sand nuts. Wait, what brave motherfucker's gonna <laughs> milk, a to go milk a walrus? Yeah, I was like, wait, <laughs> walrus, walrus cheese. cheese. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? She was um, so excited. Oh, about and that. then also they were they were having salads topped with oh, crunchy salad? water beetles, and crunchy I was like, water well, beetles. Water beetles, I think of as like a thing, but I think of them as skittering across the top of the water. Yeah, but you just reach up, just like just skittering across in the the middle of of the ocean. Well, there are also river mermaids. Yeah, there are freshwater mermaids. Are uh, anadromous and catadromous mermaids? I just. Uh, yeah. yeah, now that I'm really thinking about this, I can't imagine Actually, getting through another book. I really <laughs> no. <laughs> so the freshwater mermaids, so even though it would like definitely kill most things to go from fresh to salt water, all yeah. that it does to mermaids is when you go into freshwater, they become dicks. Yeah, just, all yeah. the freshwater mermaids were real mean just dicks. Were really, yeah, they were a little bit territorial and a little thorny. Well, they were also, being on rivers, they interacted with people more, and they had more, like, people were, humans were up in their grill more. I yeah, think. they're always, like, they're trying to swim around, and then, like, an inner tube would bump over their heads. Yeah. You mean up in their fins. Up in their, yeah. You know what their, they don't explain mm, at all is any of that? Up in their gills. Up in their gills. <laughs> up in their, gills. <laughs> up in their yeah. baleen. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I don't want to think that mermaids have baleen. I, I don't either. I, they seem super carnivorous, actually. It's weird that they only eat, like, sea apples and walrus cheese. You would think that they would just, like, you know, yeah, spearfish I mean, yeah. you're or living, whatever. Right, yeah. I mean, you're living in Paella. Just go to, go to town. <laughs> just grab them. They're right there. Bitch, you're underwater. Haters. <laughs> Snakes, haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. The following trailer is brought to you by Amazon.com. Go there, and a portion of your purchases benefit our show. Amazon.com. Don't think too much about it. <clears throat> 
Coming this fall from Sesame Seed Pictures, somebody's creating havoc on the high seas. Ah, what is that up ahead? Uh, Captain, I believe those be dolphins. I know they're dolphins. I can see their bottlenoses and playful swimming pattern. But what are they holding? It's difficult to say exactly, but it appears they're armed with shoulder-mounted rocket launchers. God save us. Anarchy reigns in the water, and good people fear for their lives. My darling, I'm so glad we decided to go sailing across the Pacific Ocean for our honeymoon. It's a dream come true. I love you, Ed. I love you, Nadine. (laughs) What the fuck? Why are those dolphins holding machine guns? At least we know they can't pull the triggers, since they don't have fingers. I'm sure we're okay. I guess I was wrong. But one man was ready to turn the tide of justice. Uh, hello, Fish Cop residents. Uh, yes, this is Fish Cop. Uh-huh, uh-huh, dolphins, you say. All right, they've taken over a ship and killed everybody on board. All right. How are they able to use the trigger mechanism when they don't have fingers? Oh, I guess that makes sense. Okay, well, I always knew they seemed a little too clever. But why? Why would they? Why would these cute underwater mammals ever do such a thing? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, totally. All right. Well, anyway, somebody should do something about this. Somebody needs to stand up for justice. That's right. Only one man was ready to stand up for justice. Oh, oh shit! I guess that's me then. You meant me. I definitely meant you. Oh well, um, I guess I'm gonna go do some fish copping. Fish cop. He's ready to restore. Craw and order. Thanks for signing up to race dragon boats with me, Karen. No problem, Emily. It's really good exercise. I feel great. Jesus Christ, Karen! That dolphin has a knife! The handle's attached to his fin with waterproof tape, Emily! Holy shit, it's about to stab me, Karen! Uh, Excuse me, ladies. Are these dolphins bothering you? Don't worry about all that. Fish cop is here. Thanks, Fish Cop. You really saved us from getting stabbed there. I take it back. I hate dragon boat racing, Emily. Yeah, me too, Karen. Well, my job here is done. Fish Cop, when times get tough, baleen on him. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's got a license to krill. All right, I get it. Did I did I already say he'll turn the tide of justice? Yeah, this might need to stop. Oh, oh, oh. All of his training is current. <laughs> oh no, who gave that dolphin a baseball bat and attached it so firmly to his flipper? <laughs> ow, ow, stop! Oh god, my kneecaps! Save me, fish cop! I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm going into a tunnel or something. <laughs> ow, ouch, ow. See fish cop, now in theaters. Arr, is he a fish that is a cop, or just a cop that works in the ocean? I think the latter, Captain. I guess that makes more sense. Oh, ah, shop on Amazon.com now and you can support great content like this. Amazon.com, completely legitimazon. I still don't understand why the dolphins became such assholes, Karen. They were always assholes, Emily. Dolphins were always assholes. Possible. 
All right, now it's time for the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. So, lightning bonus round uh, is our ga- our mini game segment packed with questions and answers from our fans. Uh, we have two quick things we're going to do. First up, one change. This was requested by Danny. Danny wanted, Danny wanted to hear uh, us play our our recurring game of one change. Our theory is, no matter how bad something is, there's only ever one change away from being great. What's the one thing you would change about Deep Blue to make it much more enjoyable? Oh, and actually I'll have Danny go first because he suggested something. Danny said uh, his idea was that instead of mermaids, all the characters are dogs waiting around in a large pool somehow. Oh, that's really good. I like that. (laughs) I don't know if it actually makes this book make sense, but I do like the idea of a bunch of dogs playing in a shallow pool. Yes. I was just going to make them not teens. Yeah. Somehow that feels like, like, what if they were adults? I feel like I can handle this better. This book actually bothered to ask the question. One of the teenagers is like, "So why us teenagers? Yeah, like why? Are, why, <laughs> why not are highly trained, highly capable operatives? Yeah." And yeah. they go, "Well, it's a prophecy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you so, know the prophecies, the prophecies. So they you underwater. This is just like <laughs> Harry Potter and all and everything else like this, where there's got to be that moment where they're like, "Why aren't the adults solving this problem?" And yeah. in this, they were talking to the river goddess or whoever who summoned them. Uh, through their dreams, but still didn't just say it clearly, um, and they were like, and, and the were like, no, you just. This is the first time that all the descendants of these original badasses are the same age at the same time, which is not true. They would have been that for all thirteen years, but but why male models? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy like when she's like finally putting it all together in like the final chapter, and she's like, you know our ancestors thought they did the right thing, but they made a huge mistake. And now it's up to me and five other teenagers to make it right. <laughs> and I was like, do you hear yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe say that into like a conch and then listen back. Cause that sounds completely insane. Yeah. I think instead of dogs, I do like Danny's suggestion of changing these people, these mermaids to animals. Um, mm-hmm. I would make them all like, like fish. Like just go full fish. Let's let's uh, not worry because I like the uh, the social justice warrior aspect where the the now the fish are fighting back. Yeah, like, I do like that too. Yeah, now the fish have positive body image. <laughs> <laughs> when this fish looks in the mirror, he likes what he sees. Oh, once a puffer fish who always thinks they're too bloated. Oh no! <laughs> stop it! <laughs> not always. Just when he gets scared. Yeah. Uh, all, all of these fish are named Aiden because they're 13. <laughs> Aiden and Emma and Emma and Emma. <laughs> oh, and don't forget Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's making a comeback in a big way. <laughs> Man, announcer voice is fun, Chris. I'm sort of jealous you get to do that. Oh, it hurts my voice. You it do is it. terrible for me, but it is yeah. fun. Uh, other cha- one change that you might enjoy out of it? I, oh, one thing about just going all fish, I do like all fish because, uh, as we're going to talk about in a little bit, uh, it would really be terrible for your skin to be under the ocean all the time for the human half of a mermaid. I know oh, they I have fully magic. expect, Alex, I fully expect that part of mermaid physiology is that their skin, like fish skin, is covered in a thin layer of mucus. Yeah, what? it would have to be, right? Yeah. This yeah. is a game changer. It, although, wait, and then there's that part, so she's, they're all grubby, question mark? Yeah. And they... <laughs> And they like are going to bed at like the human savior house. Sure. 
for the night and she like goes into the bathroom question mark yeah how <laughs> there and was there... so much everything had, like the entire house was built around a swim up philosophy like yeah. it's sort of like how mm-hmm. if somebody in a house is in a wheelchair all the cabinets are lower right. everything is swim up everything is yeah ocean but she level. swims in and there's like all these jars of sand at which point i was like to oh. clean herself yeah so then yeah. she like starts scrubbing away to clean herself off because yeah. I guess all the dirt stuck somehow. Yeah, and that's good for the bottom half of you, but the top half is still looking for some like I don't know, dove. No, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what she was. She was scrubbing both her scales and her skin, and then they both gleamed at the end. And then she wrapped herself in a robe, but why? Sorry. <laughs> I just have nothing but questions. Yeah, every 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 answer in this book poses a thousand more questions. <laughs> I, apparently, the getting dirty really helps you clean in the ocean. Also, yeah, all this yeah. is like indoors. It has to have really elaborate like plumbing and filters and chemical filtration systems. Otherwise, the whole house is going to look like a Rio yeah, diving pool. But he's a pool. rich, eccentric Spanish duke. What are you going to do, right? Oh man, uh, yeah. Like I like him explaining it to his his Spanish uh, contractors that are like, he's like, no, no, no. I need to be able to swim to my poop. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I, underwater bathroom i really would like yeah yeah you need to install some sort of flushing underwater toilet is it just is it just sand in the toilet yeah maybe uh, wait i'm having an idea so if dirt is what cleans her because it's the opposite of water and it won't nope. on the dirt di- <laughs> no this is not as <laughs> i don't know what you think chris it but it's not that i just mean like so if so like we're, we live on the dirt, so we clean ourselves with water. They live in the water. They clean themselves with dirt. Then also, all of their plumbing is just piping dirt around. They have maybe. like maybe they have a sink with running dirt. Uh, I don't know. I the just... refrigerator has crushed frozen dirt. I think the theme for mermaids, anything is, don't think too much about it. Well, we're gonna think too yeah. much about it in just a second. But let's finish up on one change. Um, uh, perspective of Silvestro. Yeah, <laughs> a surefire win. I Sylvester. Oh, this is the Finding Nemo because he's missing after the assault. Maybe he's all uh-huh. he's questing to get back to Serafina this whole time, and he gets on crazy. Yeah, adventures. it's like Dove Silvestro. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I would rather have this be about a whimsical little octopus pet. Oh with yeah, some yeah, sass. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that Disney has proven over the years, it's good at it's wacky sidekick animals. Yeah. Yes. We should definitely be able to get a full Sylvester movie. Yeah, that's uh, a, yeah, that's straight a spin-off DVD. I can believe in. Yeah, yeah. I, I like all these answers. Um, this one feels sort of immense for a one change, because all of these things yeah. like, seem like, yeah, like, it's all from Sylvester's point of view is like a pretty gnarly change, so that would help. Um, yeah. Even them all being dogs feels like, it would still be like annoying plot with weird uh, tonal But shifts. why magic? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, why zombies yeah. <laughs> wherefore zombie oh right there were zombies there were zombies one of the guys in like, zombie <laughs> army I almost forgot and then somebody, I was like there uh, are there are also zombies there are also like it's not even third act zombies uh, it's like 4.5 act zombies zombie. like that happened and I paused the audiobook and like went into the other room and was like a zombie just showed up in this mermaid book. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. This Sometimes is why... you got to tell another human, otherwise you don't think it really happened. I already said yeah. I wasn't listening carefully, but then there were zombies, and I was like, I must have missed something. Yeah, and me, I backtracked. Me, yeah. They just no. showed up. No, just commonplace, matter they're of like, fact. They're like swimming along and then hiding behind a tree. Why? They're like something pops out and then its arms get cut off. And I was like, this is abrupt. 
and then it turned out it was a zombie army or something. A and that was also how they introduced like two more characters. So a lot of things were happening at once. There were so many things. This book is so overcrowded. Yeah. Well, and then it just makes me think back to like the first quarter of it, where you're spending all this time hearing about all of these chandeliers. And like, yeah, and this why? thing was inlaid with the following seashells, and then also rubies. And you're like, why did we do that? We why? had so much to yeah. explain. Yeah. Why did we learn about their history? Like, why did I have to hear about which things were were found via shipwreck and which things were crafted by mer people or Come goblins? On. Because mer people are prevented from working metal. Oh, oh right, man. yeah, yeah. Because because their magic would be too powerful if it weren't for iron. Really holding oh, them back. Yeah. Pesky iron. Yeah. Uh, all right. So lightning buzz round on that. So <laughs> now I want to, we're going to do a long chat, a long lightning bonus round. Chris posed the question on Facebook and Twitter to our listeners. Uh, what is the best slash worst part of being a mermaid? And you mm. guys they can be through. two separate things, the best and the worst. Boy, yeah, you yeah, deliver. Yeah. Oh, listeners. Thank you. We got Look. some awesome Awesome. I'm not Comments. gonna really get to all of them, I don't think, but I'm gonna do a few of them. Uh, so, well, so I think Elisa on Facebook said nothing would be bad. Being a mermaid would rock, especially now that Channing Tatum is a merman. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's gonna be in a, so, in a what splash remake? Yes, yeah. splash mm-hmm. remake, and I cannot wait because I loved that movie as a child, not having any sense of what was good or bad, uh, and yeah. I stand by it even now. Sure, yeah, because you still haven't to gotten that with, sense with childhood faves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I so cool that you have Channing Tatum on your team. Although, for in all fairness, we've had him on Human Team for a long time, and he hasn't really done much. He's always me. been a terror dog. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, there, some people do disagree with you, Elisa. A lot of people think that there would be problems. So the first one I think is really important is from uh, frequent, although it's been a while, guest Colleen, who says uh, the worst part would be having to wear a wetsuit on the upper half of your body all the time since only your bottom half is equipped for the ocean, which gets us to Chris's point that all mermaids are covered with a thin layer of mucus. <laughs> Nothing like goo. That is a game changer, Chris. Every time I think of a mermaid now, I think of them covered in mucus. It's going to be so Just much better. Just a little bit of goo. Yeah. You need that goo to keep the ocean out. <laughs> Or you could just wear a wetsuit all the time, which is much less sexy with like a shell bra over a wetsuit. Yeah. Well, what, or a wetsuit under a giant gown. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> or a sari or whatever sure. ethnic clothing you're given for this scene. Um, so, by the way, uh, so I'm going to read a bunch of stuff from people. I have a lot of options. But if you guys have other thoughts that you want to contribute, your like what you think is the best or the worst part at any point, mm. you can chime in. Uh, I'll read a couple more and then we'll, maybe we'll talk about ours. Um at Martigagnan, Martigagnan, 86, says, um, I got this confused with Deep Blue Sea. Fair. Yep. Um, so I guess the worst part would be the lack of super intelligent killer sharks. Yeah. And Who says they're not out there, though? This book universe has zombies, magic, yeah, right, yeah. ghosts. I'll, I'll see that. I'll see your, uh, your super intelligent killer sharks, and I will raise you fish zombies. <laughs> yeah. And ghosts that can slap you. Yeah. <laughs> Slappy... <laughs> emotional fixer ghosts uh yes yeah, swimming in the, oh by the, the mirror you do lose your magic because some old mirrors were made of iron yeah what uh, i mean you do need to, you you do want them to, to nerf it at some point it's too strong yeah. uh alex on facebook not me says the worst part would be flapping your fins and not getting you very far because legs are required for jumping and dancing good points all good points all listen I, the crossover potential is ridiculous uh, yeah. For what? For oh, just 
you know, just never not bringing up Little Mermaid lyrics. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and we had another fan who said that uh, dingle hoppers are no. uh, really hard to comb your hair with. That's what I was going to say next. Bridget pointed that out. That would be the hardest part is having to comb your hair with a dingle hopper all the time. Yeah. Uh, good point. Uh let me ask the panel, how many of you, since watching Little Mermaid, have tried to comb your hair with a fork at least once? Oh, constantly as a child. Yeah, good. <laughs> I have also done it. I feel like I like got in trouble for it a couple times. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is, you know, gross. Yeah, as oh, a curly-haired yeah. well, person, I was fork. never trying to comb my hair with anything. So. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Super chill. Chris, did you ever try to part that beautiful uh, part you made, but with like a fork? Nope. Maybe a tiny fork? Nope. Well, right, and well. I have, like, red hair, too, so I was like, being Ariel is all I can do. Yeah. I also had red hair as a you. kid, and oh my gosh, yeah, no, Ooh. I many a drawing of me as Ariel. Many. Oh. Uh-huh. Yep. Sounds like some deviant art fanfic potential. Mm, <laughs> I was six, so probably, <laughs> probably not so good. Well, don't draw her as six. Draw her now as reco- both Sarah and Tanya recording the podcast with Chris and I, but they are mermaids, long hair, beautiful gowns. Covered in a thin layer of mucus. I don't want this. Yeah. Mucus and maybe some like mild ethnic signifiers. Yes. Yes, please. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, you guys are American, so cowboy hats? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. cowboy hats and glasses. And that's, a sheriff's that's badge. What we need. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all, all our mermaids are covered in guns. Weird. I don't, I don't know like how you dress in it, but it would happen. Uh, well, waterproof tape. All right. Uh, Danny. Uh, also said that one of the problems would be all those Australian part-time mermaids ruining your good name with their wet hijinks. Oh, man. Those Australian Uh, mermaids and their hijinks. Oh, my gosh. I was at a party on the 4th of July, and someone made a joke about that. Like, we were in a pool, and someone made a joke about H2O near me, and I, like, whipped around so fast and was like, oh, my God, H2O. And we had, like, a really intense conversation (laughs) (laughs) for, like, an hour. I love it. I don't, yeah. Okay, so remind me, is this nostalgia talking, or did I really enjoy that so much more than this? It was better than this. It was better than this. I think I hated it, but had some fun sometimes. I like. No, it was hung out at the juice bar. Yeah, was, yeah. I like. I well, I did feel like it was a little bit slower moving than this. Sure. Once this got going, there really well, was right. no. There was we no stopping anything. This at two times speed. Yeah, there was just a lot less like sitting on couches and like shrugging at your parents. Like, and like, oh, it's a slumber party, but I can't get splashed with water. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But I will. Yeah. Um, so now, so obviously some of our fans were going to have to go there. So worst part of being a mermaid, Jeremy on Facebook says, mermaid farts, all capitals, three times. <laughs> mermaid, mermaid farts. farts. Mermaid farts, mermaid farts. I yeah. don't know why that would be the worst part. <sighs> I think there's just a lot of mystery around the bottom half of mermaids and like how that's, yeah. how that's supposed to work or why or when. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's not as though it's a human girl wearing a false tail. You know, right. it's it's the bottom half of you is a fish. Yeah. Straight up fish. Yeah. Well, so you poop while you're swimming. Poop while you're swimming, sure. But, Which means but, that a bathroom would be kind of strange to have, <laughs> don't you think? Well, you have hot and cold running sand, Tanya. Oh, gosh. I, you could wash your hands, I guess. I guess what uh, Jeremy was talking about was that if they farted, there would be very visible bubbles and it would be hard to hide. Sure. I guess so. The sure. bubbles would just float up and away. Well, unless you're living in a mermaid dwelling and then they would just stick on the ceiling. Oh, uh, that's true. And collect. 
Okay, now, at first, Jeremy, I thought you were just being gross for no good reason, but now I'm with you. This is troublesome. Yeah. I suppose. Um, if you think through it, mermaids don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the crux of this issue. Well, and Helen also was worried about the bottom half. Uh, yeah. Helen, who I have always assumed, because of her French uh, pronunciation of her name, that she is very classy, wrote in to say, excretion, where is the anus? And yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. great question. I, I mean... My also, I'll just go a step further. So Laying eggs? I wouldn't want to lay eggs. Oh, right. The queen has I, to lay like a thousand eggs, and then the male spawn, mermaid has right? to come over and spawn all over them. Well, yeah. so this is this is a question. Yeah, because but she also, like, the Serafina refers to, like, when she was born, which, like, yeah. is very, it's very terror dog parlance. Yeah, it Hatch. is. Yeah, so, I don't know, and they, they definitely... What if half of them is inside the mother and the other half is in an egg on some rocks? No. Oh boy, that sounds terrifying. Oh, and you know what? The other thing, one of the one of the friends when they pick them up, they're like, "Oh, I have all this crazy family." Was it Ling? That's like she has like an enormous yeah. crazy family. Yeah. And she was like, oh, "There's probably another one now because my aunt was expecting when I left." I was like, "Expecting." Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Not, well, it's like human pregnancy logic. Like it well, sounded you, like they only have typically one child at a time exactly. also because her whole like promise her magical spell marriage promise thing was that she would give the kingdom another daughter yeah yeah there is that and it's important to note that it's not as though these mermaids are you know have always been fish like historically so four thousand like, years ago they came from atlantis years ago, yeah. and they were humans and due oh, to right. magic got transformed into more yeah. adaptable yeah. uh you know for sea the people. Uh, sea people yeah and during so, a crisis if you're so positive magic you don't need to do that right you don't have to have like an evolution or a reason it was like magic no, I know, but these are like these are mermaids due to magic, not mermaids as in we've always been a fish at the bottom half type of thing. You know? Yeah, I so here's this is my constant problem. So just like you're worried about how they're going to like what the bottom half is going to do for excretion, but remember they still have a a human digestive tract up top. So yes, same thing with the pregnancy. Like they don't have the way for it to get out the same way because a fish bottom, yeah. but they have the womb parts. They have all the human upper parts. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to think about this anymore. Lightning bonus round. <laughs> well, uh, unlucky for you, we have some more. Uh, no! Well, so we'll change the topic a little bit. So Marjorie says the best part, saving sea creatures trapped in garbage. Worst yep. part, dealing with all the garbage in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that ocean garbage. <laughs> so I... Look at this stuff. Some of it isn't so neat. Yeah. I, I'm a big advocate of sea creatures. Uh, but I do get kind of irritated when people talk about the giant uh, floating island of garbage because it's kind of a lie. Yeah, it's it's a diffuse concentration of particulate matter. Exactly. I think we talked about this on the show before, but it's 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 like a higher concentration of particulates of garbage than is average in the ocean. But when people say the island of floating garbage, no one pictures there is diffuse uh, particulates of plastic. They picture I could walk on it. It's all the milk cartons hanging out at a party. Right. But well, it, it's, it's more panic destroyed. mongering to picture an actual island of garbage. Exactly. Than so it I think is to be like a, diffuse particulate matter. Like nobody's. Everyone's yeah, like, that's there's a genuine pretty. problem, and then there's like people trying to make you hyperventilate about it. And so, yeah. Marjorie, you wouldn't be like grabbing plastic bags. They've been broken down by the ocean, just like these mermaids' poor bodies. Um, but However, they, the cool oh. thing is that companies are starting to use like you know, kind of basically take a pool net <laughs> to the ocean and recover that plastic and reuse it for stuff. 
and uh, yep. that's pretty cool. That is cool, and you can do that before it gets most broken down into particulates, which would be dangerous. Not saying the garbage isn't dangerous, just I don't like the fear mongering. Sure. Uh, Jonathan says, best thing about being a mermaid, constant access to fresh sushi. To there which you go. I can, I'm concerned it would be soggy rice all the time. Ooh, I yeah. I don't the, think you're getting any rice in that Yeah, mix. I think it's sashimi, for because, sure. Because, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, how are you cooking that rice? Yeah. Where, where are you growing that rice? <laughs> where are you growing that rice? So many questions. I mean, it would be deliciously salty. I mean, what are sand world. nuts? That's a question I have. <laughs> yeah, what are sand nuts? <laughs> I don't know, but they're definitely eating them in this book. Uh, what are sea apples? I think yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Wait, are water apples? Yeah. No. That's, I mean, it thing. sounds quite disgusting <laughs> jonathan continues uh worst part number one you can't have a pet cat although you could have a pet catfish which the catfish yeah. lady does yeah don't oh, they, worry we they got, got there. you there worst <laughs> part number two being eaten by a giant squid which yeah sure. would really a uh, cat would be a bummer yeah because it eats you, you gotta remember it do, it eats you with its beak and yeah don't expect that yeah uh, oh, God. And, and you can't get away it's got way more arms than you <laughs> Uh, Tom says it depends. Is there a whole mermaid infrastructure in this scenario? Because yes. if not, fuck the yes. ocean. I want to go to a restaurant or a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a civilization. There is. There's a lot of civilization, uh, Tom. But again, that only raises more questions than it answers. <laughs> you can see a movie. How is it being projected? Yeah. Does it always have those like wavy lines from the ocean? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Who's Ugh. filming movies under the ocean? Are there mer people in the film industry? Are there sag mer people? Yeah, or it's all just uh, song spells and illusions. Oh, oh my gosh! Right. right, I forgot about the song spells. There's too much to keep track of. There is so yeah, much to keep track of. I must we're, say, we're an hour and, a, and and change deep, and we just now mentioned that the magic has to be sung. All magic needs to be sung. Listen, we've encountered sung rhyming magic before. We have. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to pretend like this is completely new. Well, but so it's has, still quite annoying. But it's got this thing that uh, uh, like so drives me bad. crazy about magic, where it's like it's just so so weird and arbitrary. Where it's like you have to sing it, and if you sing it better, the magic is more likely to happen. But yeah. then, yeah. Uh, brilliant entrepreneurs magic. can capture magic into an item, and then it just does the spell. So you can like like a pearl. Yeah. Like, can, didn't you guys want to try that pearl that was like so sparkly? And you can put the pearl on yourself and be just, like, sparkly for a long time. That one of... Okay. But in all seriousness, I loved the nods to, like, oh, right, they're they're teenage girls. Yeah. They, like, need to be wearing makeup on some level at all times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was... sort of cute and also yeah kind of ridiculous when they're also battling like the forces of evil oh we didn't talk about the monster can we have a quick talk about Ooh, what that Abaddon? is <laughs> it's a Guillermo del Toro monster yeah right it's yeah, basically but- the Pan's Labyrinth guy but the Satan version of it right. yeah but Pan's Labyrinth guy of course mean the dude with eyes in his hands yes of course <laughs> but can we also talk about <laughs> so Chris Chris was like I didn't understand this one thing about the book and I was like well I obviously understood everything so ask me and he was like where was abaddon and i was like uh-oh <laughs> so, abaddon is the monster that was unleashed by the bad guy four thousand years ago and mm-hmm. he is a completely evil and super strong monster yeah, and he right, is being right. held captive by the old witches in a jail cell made of water fire. wait so i am right yeah. Oh, no, okay. Well, so I was like, it seems like the witch. But he's not actually him. there. But That's he's not I, actually there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. He's he's oh. actually somewhere that they have to find. But there's like an image of him. 
that the, water, that the river witches are like keeping at bay with water fire. That's like an image of him that he can be made corporeal. Is it I like a portal that they're keeping? I, I kind of thought maybe like that was... It sounds like it was more like a portal. Yeah, yeah. it was sort they of a quasi-real projection dumber. of him. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's probably the shittiest job as a mermaid, is it's like, oh, I'm a mermaid, but also I'm this witch that has to be chanting next to this fire, next to a picture of a monster, otherwise <laughs> shit is gonna pop <laughs> off. Picture, a picture of a monster that has so many hands, and it can just reach its hands through and be like, hi! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's the big bad. They're going to spend the entire time fighting. This is the downside to mermaid infrastructure: is that there are mermaid yeah. prison guards. Yeah, and that means there's like a mermaid transport vehicle driver. I, I think there are shifts. Yeah, yeah, they're working well, sort of, shifts. but they all look like they're doing not great. Is yeah. what I remember from the descriptions of them. Mm. Uh, it's stuff. Three more really quick points. Uh, Kaylin says the best part is being able to talk to otters and seals. Worst part is smelling like salt water, which. Smelling. How though. does smell work? <laughs> How yeah. does smell work? Also, it would just it's it's like when you've been in a room a while and you don't think it smells like anything, and then you leave and you mm-hmm. come back and you realize that it smells like whatever you're cooking or whatever. Yeah, it's just like that. Uh, yeah. Scott says uh, seashell bras don't give very good support. Worst part. Good Scott, for, do you actually know them. that? Yeah, how do you know? Scott, exactly. we're wearing gowns now. It's all gowns. And yeah. Scott, also, mm-hmm. the, the seashells are not the support part. That's just a cup. It's really in the uh, right the design of the over-the-shoulder part and the around-the-body part. Those are where, like, the kelp tying the shells together is where the construct... And they're, they're very clever. They have magic. Maybe they're enchanted bras that you never have to pull up or adjust the straps on. I don't know if they even would ever talk about that. Yeah. I mean, funny because so that's much. all I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, nah. I'm so um, tired. Uh, and lastly, uh, uh, Haley <laughs> says the worst part is trying to get to a landlocked vacation destination. Yeah. Um, which is because uh, Haley does not know shit about the mirror transport system. That's true. Yeah. If you have that, Banff is all of a sudden within reach. It's very you achievable. You can go into not a jacuzzi anywhere. Yeah, you What's that, get, Sarah? You can go into a jacuzzi anywhere, Exactly, though. yeah. You transport to a jacuzzi in whatever place you want, because it's not a lot As of long options. as it's a mirrored jacuzzi. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas. You go straight to Caesars. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus Lightning round. All right. Bonus uh, round. That's it for Lightning bonus round. If you can want to play along next week, go to Facebook or Twitter or join the mailing list at read-weep.com, and you can help us by asking questions or answering them. Uh, now it's time really quick for a minor compliment in the last... Nice thing you'll ever say about Deep Blue by Jennifer Connelly. We're going to go in reverse order. Tanya, you're up first. Oh, um, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. I guess there was this one like sort of tossed off thing that I spent like way too much time thinking about afterward, where um, they were having some chat with someone and they said that in passing, his hand made the motion of a fish swimming away. And I was like, what does that look like? Is it like when you pound and then you jellyfish? Yeah, I think uh, maybe. maybe. Is it, is, is, I mean, I, this is a terrible audio conversation to be having, but I just, I've but spent a lot me, of time. I'm doing it right now and it looks great. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time being like, but, but specifically a fish, not a jellyfish, like a fish right. swimming away. I was like, how does that, what does that even? They're really good at pantomime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. You know why? Magic. Honestly, they, this they might be the worst compliment I've ever given. I just was really baffled. I, this it, whole yeah. book. And that was a good thing? 
I, I guess. Oh, wait, no, my theory. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, my theory. All right, we'll oh, okay. Time, but really quick, you guys, it's time for our brand new segment. Tanya, I got a theory. I've got a theory. Okay, so I just, I have a suspicion. So th- what's the name of the dude that she's supposed to get with in the beginning? Right. Oh, it's like uh, uh, Marin or Mari or yeah, Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> Murdoch. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Okay, so Mark, her betrothed, um, they have this like, they like, end up connecting despite all like the first time that they meet is before their betrothal thing by a few years like two years maybe yeah and they like originally they don't like each other and then eventually they like totally fall in like with each other and they're like stealing kisses and like telling stories so Um, spicy so spicy and then he goes away and he sends her a couple of like private messages but then like stops Mm. talking to her and then they have like their betrothal ceremony he's like a total quote-unquote playboy and then they dis- the he and his brother disappear. And they are Neela's cousins, by the way. So yeah. Neela's kind of giving her the update. Like, they've gotten really weird. And, like, no one ever knows where they go. But they're, like, supposedly out clubbing, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so then they get captured. They get freed by the... What are they called again? Predatory. The Predatory. And <laughs> Mr. Blue shows up. And Mr. Blue is all, like, you know, everything her, like, stupid betrothed dude isn't anymore and then she has this conversation with mr blue where he she's like do you have a girlfriend tell me about her and he's like well i i don't know i guess and she's like oh did you break up and he's like i think so uh, i think blue is mark i really do i think oh, really with like mark in, in disguise you think mark blew himself i think mark blew oh my himself gosh. before he got there <laughs> Tanya, this theory is so good. I might read the next book. That's, that's the only reason I want to read the other books is because I oh really want to know. But I really think Blue is Mark because he like and because he's like, oh, I like. She's like, well, what was your girlfriend like? And he's like, oh, she was like beautiful and smart and like so brave. And like I was like, oh no, no, this is too similar. It was like, and he does like kiss her hand. He kisses her hand after she's asleep, which I thought was way yeah. weird yeah and he's like so like protective uh yeah so I just, like, oh my gosh i yeah. love this yeah this is pretty good actually <laughs> yeah so i that's not like a i don't know that's not a compliment but i also was like very excited no, by good. this possibility uh all right uh my minor i'm gonna do a double mini minor uh which is uh i like water fire i don't know what it is i can't picture it it doesn't make sense <laughs> but i like the term water fire and um number two one of the creatures was mentioned as having mandibles and I don't, mm. I know that they're like insect face related, but I don't know if they're antenna or mouths or what, but mandible, what a great word. Uh, so those are the two things that I enjoyed in this nightmare of a book. Totally. Mandible. Mandible. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Mandible. Uh, all right. Uh, Corporal Chris. Mandible. Where are we at? Corporal Mandible. Oh shit. He is, he, that's Fish Cop's boss. Yeah. Corporal Aww. Mandible. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know what rank Corporal actually is comparatively, but nope. higher than Detective. All right, Chris, min- minor compliment. Your turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, my minor compliment is just that uh, the origin of this stuff is all like 4,000 years old. Uh, and so they're like, it's the 41st century because in the mermaid calendar, it's it's cute. That, mm. you know, that oh, oh, that's fun. Um, cute. But I, despite myself, I like Atlantis shit. Uh, as a little kid, oh, yeah. I was like always reading books about like, where's Atlantis, though? Did they find it? Like, what's up? Right. And so the fact that they're all like Atlanteans. <laughs> they is were clearly cool. written to be in like uh, understandable by kids. They were like, what's up with Atlantis? What's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And the Sarah, other just last thing friend? I wanted to mention. Oh, is that puppy? 
Uh, yeah, Puppy just exploded into the room. He's he's gonna go outside now, so okay. he will not be he will not be jingling. He <laughs> was slightly unpopular last time among our <laughs> listeners until they found out that it was a puppy, and then they were okay with it. So yeah, and he's a very cute puppy. He's I so feel cute. like his when you see him, it it makes up for a lot of his general behavior. All right, Chris, which one more is thing. Often rude. Oh, <laughs> just that uh, Miramara at an early part in the book had to prove that she was a daughter of the blood. And I started oh, thinking about the book no. Daughter of the Blood, and I was so glad mm. that this wasn't that book. Oh, that is worse. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that leaves you, Sarah. What is your minor compliment uh, for Deep Blue? Uh, very minor, but I love that the mermaid equivalent of goth is pirate. Yeah, it's pirate punk. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's amazing. They're like, they oh, swashbuckler makeover. <laughs> yeah, swashbuckler. I really yeah. want there to be some sort of like mermaid style translator matrix. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like... Right. That's it for our show, you guys. We've done it. Yeah. We came again. Uh, Ooh, we swam so all the listening. way through this. <laughs> right. You just had to swim a mile in our shoes. Uh, so next week, we're talking about Rescue from Planet Pleasure. I know we said we were going to do this. We got a scheduling mix-up, so that's coming next week. Um, but here it comes. Vampire Detectives in Space. Buckle up. I've been reading Hell it. Yeah. I don't care for it. Um, it is actually... Sim- it's it's kind of like a physical opposite of this book as well, because it's just like sexist guy bullshit with vampires. It's like very other side of the same coin I guess um, also uh, time for a quick correction segment Ooh, very quick so we got um, some great responses last week to our question about um, about uh, free eternal summer uh, about whether or not we were being gaslit by the sexuality in it and the answer is generally no the answer, very generally, is that this is written for women in Japan who enjoy young gay characters in anime, but they can never, but that never talk about it. That is like a, a genre thing. That is a very glancing answer, and the reason I'm not going to read the long answers is because they're they're long and they're brilliant. And so I want you to just go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash read. Join the discussion, and, yeah. and and you can read them because they were pub- posted publicly by a couple people. And it's a really excellent interplay and a really good explanation of it. A, a fan service, which is a big part of what was happening there. I still don't 100% understand if we're being gaslit, but it is a great... like I understand more of it now, so j- dive into that. That's super rad. Thank you so much for, for clarifying everything. And also, a, a quick fact check from Bridget, who emailed us to say that the Coriolis effect actually barely affects anything, and definitely not toilets. So it totally. can affect big things like tornadoes <laughs> and hurricanes, but the shape of your toilet or sink has a much bigger effect on which direction it flushes, regardless of whether you're in the uh, in Australia or the top half of the country. Um, and I'm including this in the correction segment, even though I think I was joking. I think I was kidding about toilets flushing backwards. I think that that was a... I mean, she also mentioned that that Simpsons episode is completely wrong, and uh, sure, yeah. I I really was going off of the Simpsons episode, so I do appreciate that that very specific. Like, yeah, we know it was in that episode of the Simpsons, but, like, stop already. Right, totally yeah. fair. Totally fair. Yeah. Uh, but I also... I'm used to every, uh, people from Australia lying to us about what Australia is like, because um, yeah. uh, we're always told that they ride kangaroos everywhere, and... Who's talking to you? Um, that was from uh, this podcast that I listened to with an Australian host. It's really great, uh, called Science Versus, which is this uh, really excellent new podcast from Gimlet. Um, 
Anyway, and then also uh, last time we talked like a little while back, we have a lot of Australian listeners, and they like to send me things that are lies about Australia, including <laughs> that wet koala that they told me was a, an Australian monster creature, but it's just a koala that's been rained on. Oh, so people like cute. to lie to me. It was cute. it was a good lie. Um, anyway, so those are, that's our correction segment. Keep them coming, Facebook or Twitter or uh, by email podcast at redistribute.com. Thank you so much for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. At the Tanya Best. Splish Splash. At Sarah Hathaway, who uh, is going to be off the show for a little while because you are going to go get all married and stuff. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. So congratulations. Uh, very thank exciting. you. Very exciting. A lot to think about. Although, you know, it's nothing compared to that dokini, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. At least you don't have to uh, sing, have to sing a, a bunch of trills song. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Or fight a giant metallic crab monster that will never come back. Um, yeah, but I'm excited. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, this was a very good little like mental break from the pressures of actual adulthood. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, you'll have to get back to all of that. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry we didn't buy you a better present than this audiobook, but congratulations. Oh, you know, it's the gift that keeps on giving because I'm going to obsess about this theory about blue for the rest of my life. <laughs> I just need to, yeah, I still haven't found a corner of the internet that wants to tell me if I'm right, but I know. I, I was really, Wait, oh, wiki, I was Googling spoilers. talk about that? No, I not really. I haven't done enough reading yet. Well, we'll, we'll find out. Maybe keep looking. Yeah. Uh, well, and also, Sarah, it was weird that you put this on your registry, just as a. No judgment. Yeah. No judgment. <laughs> All right. Some fresh towels, a bar cart, deep blue, the waterfire saga. <laughs> we, Don't forget well, that that hit single. <laughs> yeah, the whole version of that hit single. Yeah, we should anyway, probably we should probably play that for everyone. <laughs> we should play that clip yeah. for sure. Uh, I might put it in er, in the middle somewhere. Anyway, you'll hear it. Um, anyway, we love you. We're very happy for you. We will miss you, and and we'll see you again in a little Thank bit. You. In the meantime, everybody else, get wet, stay wet. We'll talk to you next Wait, week. Wait, come on! Shh.